Hello, and welcome to the reading room. This is Kate, or Mrs. Lemonade on Twitter, and today I will be reading Close is Good Enough by Little Miss Fun Dip. Disclaimer, this fic is rated for general audiences. Please see the AO3 link in the description for additional tags. Chaco was totally, utterly, and completely bored. The kind of bored that made every minute feel like an hour. The kind of bored that made watching paint dry feel like a three-ring circus. The kind of bored that made her long for the piles of unfinished homework sitting in her dorm. It was really too bad, because it was a beautiful day. The sun shone cheerfully over the annual UA High School Festival. Laughter and music floated through the air as crowds of people wandered from stall to stall, enjoying the food and entertainment. All in all, it was a gorgeous day filled with sounds of merriment ringing out from every corner. After the class performance last year, a kissing booth did seem a bit lame in comparison. Still, the class had voted, and the kissing booth had won, so there really wasn't much of a choice in the matter. Personally, Achaka was pretty sure that Mineta, Saro, and Kaminari had rigged the voting somehow, but she had no proof, so she couldn't really complain too much. In retaliation, the rest of the girls had unanimously decided to tape the little creep to the roof for the duration of the festival, when none of them would have gotten behind the counter. At first, the whole idea had seemed really embarrassing and time-consuming. Fortunately, the class had agreed to split manning the booth up over the two days, and each shift lasted only an hour, giving everyone time to experience the festival. None of them had gotten to enjoy it the year before, so this year they really wanted to take advantage. Ajako hadn't had the highest hope for manning a kissing booth. At best, it was going to be embarrassing, and at worst, downright disgusting. During the weeks leading up, she had prepared for the worst. What she had not prepared for, however, was for it to be so boring. Almost 40 minutes had passed since she'd taken over for Momo, and so far, she had only had two customers. Near the start of her shift, Ida and Deku had dropped by and each bought a kiss on the cheek. It had been more silly than anything, though Deku looked like he was about to pass out from blushing so hard, and even Ida looked embarrassed. If nothing else, Ochako was grateful she had shed her girlish crush on Deku over the summer, or the whole thing would have been mortifying. Apparently, that was the only action she was going to see, though, because after her friends had left, there had been a complete and utter absence of customers. To be fair, the stall was a little out of the way, and the Miss UA competition had just started. That was probably why business was so slow. Achako told herself as she checked her phone for what felt like the hundredth time. Her reasoning became a little more difficult to rationalize when any boy who passed the booth would immediately avoid eye contact like she was Aizawa looking to erase their quirk. At first, it seemed like a coincidence. Maybe they were just shy. After the sixth or seventh person, Achako was starting to see a trend. Maybe she just wasn't trying hard enough. She hadn't been particularly enthusiastic, and maybe it was showing on her face and putting off customers. It wasn't like she wanted to do this, but she had agreed to do the job, and it was her responsibility to see it through properly. Putting on her best hero face, Achako caught the eye of a passing student, smiling at him in a way she hoped was inviting. For a moment, it seemed to work as the boy took a step in her direction with an unsure smile of his own. Unfortunately for Achako, just as she was sure she was about to make a sale with a decently cute boy, the sound of a car backfiring in the distance cut through the noise of the festival. Apparently, the sound was enough to scare the boy as his spine went ramrod straight and he took off running like a startled deer. With a disappointed sigh, Achako slumped against the cool wood countertop of the booth. This was getting a little embarrassing. Oi, around face. What's your problem? Achako wasn't sure how long she stayed like that, 
but it must have been long enough because the sound of a nearby voice nearly made her jump out of her skin. Bolting upright, Achako found herself face-to-face with a scowling Bakugo. Not that the scowling part was surprising. Achako could count on one hand the amount of time she had seen her classmate with an expression that wasn't some level of displeased. Despite all that, Achako wasn't entirely sure what she had done lately to irritate him. She thought back for a moment, but nothing specific came to mind. Oh, um, hi, Bakugo-kun, said Achako slowly. Can I help you? I asked what your problem was, Bakugo repeated, ignoring Achako's question. You look like someone ran over your dog or something. Sighing, Achako rested her elbow on the countertop and cradled her chin in her hand. Of all the people to catch her sulking, it had to be Bakugo. It's nothing, Achako said. Hopefully Bakugo would have the social grace to know she didn't want to talk about it and just leave her in peace. Bullshit, Bakugo grunted, folding his arms across his chest. Tell me that again when your face isn't all messed up. Nice, Achako thought dully. For a moment, they stared at each other, silence stretching awkwardly between them as neither wanted to make the first move. It was Achako who gave up first, as Bakugo's silent, intense glare proved more effective than his explosive temper ever was. Straightening up, Achako raised her arms above her head to work out some of the stray kinks. Training had been taking a lot out of her lately, and to be honest, she would rather be back at the dorms having a nice long soak rather than wasting her time here at this stupid booth, explaining herself to Bakugo of all people. It really is nothing, said Achako, shrugging apathetically. I just haven't had many customers, is all. That clearly was not the answer Bakugo was looking for, because his face twisted like he'd just eaten something sour. Though with the way his face looked, normally it was hard to tell. What? You want to kiss a bunch of extras or something? No! Achako was aware that her voice was louder than it needed to be. Thankfully, the general noise of the festival kept her little outburst from drawing any unwanted attention. This was not a conversation she wanted anyone else hearing. Heck, this wasn't a conversation she wanted to be having. It's not that I want to kiss a bunch of strangers. Achako trailed off, trying to figure out how best to phrase it. I just feel like I'm not pulling my weight. You should have seen how much money Momochan made. They had to get a second jar. It wasn't the most accurate explanation, but it was the closest approximation she could muster at the moment, and, to be fair, it was mostly true. As much as she did not want to be the one kissing a bunch of sweaty high school boys on the cheek, it was something they all agreed to do. No one else wanted to do it either, except maybe Mina, who seemed to thrive on the attention. Compared to Momo's overflowing jar of earnings, Achako's piddly pile of yen seemed embarrassing in comparison. I mean, I know I'm not the prettiest girl in the class, but I didn't think I was that bad. Immediately, Achako's hands went to her mouth like she could force the words back in if she moved fast enough. But it was far too late, and her words were already hanging heavily in the air. Maybe as she activated her quirk on herself and floated into space, Bakugo would forget it ever happened. Sure, it was a thought Achako had had more than once during the last hour, but she sure as heck hadn't meant to say it aloud, especially to Bakugo of all people. It also wasn't untrue. The rest of the girls in the class had all out-earned her by a significant margin. Momo, Suyu, Mina, and Hagikure had all earned more than five times what she had. Even Jiro, with her prickly temper, had managed to surpass Achako by an embarrassing amount. Most of the time, Achako hated comparing herself to her classmates. Something she considered the worst part about hero rankings was how it pitted them against each other. Usually about pointless stuff like how thin or fashionable they were. Still, 
looking at her classmates with their pretty hair and their lithe bodies, the way their hands weren't covered in scars and their shins weren't covered in bruises. It made her feel ugly and clumsy, like a big old fake who never belonged at UA in the first place. Now was not the time for melancholy, however, Echako realized, remembering suddenly that she was not wallowing in self-pity alone. Glancing up at Bakugo, Echako felt herself balk. The look on his face reminded her of a statue of Asura she had seen in a temple as a little girl. Face twisted into a furious scowl, she could practically see the smoke leaking out of his ears. Or maybe it was just his palms. That was always an option, too. Of all the people she could have said that to, it had to be Bakugo. Class 1A's own king of explodo murder and crown prince of arrogance. Never mind. I was just kidding, said Ochako. It was a lame attempt, even to her own ears, but it was all she could think of at the moment. Clearly, even that was too little too late, as Bakugo leaned across the counter. Even with his hands in his pockets and his slouched posture, he seemed to tower over her. Maybe it was his larger-than-life attitude. Whatever it was, it took every inch of Ochako's stubborn lack of self-preservation to keep from shrinking back. Look here, cheeks, Bakugo snarled. His stare was intense as ever, daring Ochako to look away first. I'm going to say this once, so you better fucking clean out your ears and pay attention. Got it? Well, what do you even say to that? Ochako wondered, nodding dumbly. You're not ugly. Ochako stood silent for a moment, waiting for the rest. Apparently, Bakugo felt he'd said all there was to say, because he leaned back on his heels, looking somehow both grumpy and smug at the same time. That... that was it? For a second, Achako was struck dumb. She wasn't sure what she'd been expecting, but clearly she had been expecting something, because whatever the heck Bakugo had just said to her was not it. Slowly, taking in Bakugo's smug-slash-grumpy posture, it dawned on her. Maybe in some strange, blunt, Bakugo way, this was his way of making her feel better? Maybe? All things considered, it was pretty terrible, but he was obviously trying his best. Maybe it wasn't the most eloquent extolling of her virtues, but in spite of herself, Achako couldn't help but cheer up a little. If nothing else, Bakugo was known for being brutally honest, so if anyone's opinions on her ugliness or lack thereof could be trusted, it was probably his. The whole thing was so surreal that Achako could barely hold back a confused giggle. Now was not the time for that, though. Later, when she was alone in her dorm and there was time for hysterics to set in, would be a different story, but right now, she needed to keep some semblance of control. Thank you, Bakugo-kun, Achako smiled sincerely, because honestly, it was the thought that counts. That's really nice of you to say. Don't mention it, Bakugo grunted, steadfastly refusing to make eye contact now that he'd said his piece. Unfortunately for him, it left Achako with a perfect view of the tips of his ears turning a rather telling red. Seriously, though, don't mention it to anyone, or I'll fucking kill you. It was such an obvious smokescreen to hide the fact that he was being nice for once, but Ochako chose not to call him on it. I will take it to my grave, she promised with faux solemnity. Normally, even the slightest hint of mockery would have been enough to set Bakugo off on a tirade, but Ochako must have caught him on the good day, because all she got in return was a snort and a muttered idiot. Sadly, like all good things, the moment had to come to an unfortunate end. Well, if it isn't a pair of losers from Class 1A. Achako wasn't in the habit of making enemies. That was more the area of expertise of a certain classmate of hers. With that being said, Achako had never been a fan of Monoma. While he had never really bothered her personally, she found his loud voice and contemptuous smirk 
to be more than a little obnoxious. To be fair, Bakugo was just as arrogant at times, but he at least had the skill to back up his bluster. Monoma, on the other hand, was full of hot air. Speaking of air, the air surrounding Bakugo seemed to crackle dangerously with every step Monoma took towards him. The fuck do you want, Shitsane? Bakugo snarled, proverbial hackles raised. Hands raised in mock surrender, Monoma sauntered over to the pair, unaware or uncaring of Bakugo's characteristic ire. I was just coming over to see how much money your class had raised, Monoma said, the picture of fake innocence. Achako glanced at the nearby jar, sitting nearly empty and winced. Part of her wanted to shout that they had raised plenty of money. It was just Achako that hadn't earned, it, earned any, but it felt a little too pathetic to even say the words aloud. That is pretty pitiful, said Monoma, shaking his head in mock despair. Achako had to bite back another wince at his words. He wasn't wrong, but he didn't have to say it. Though I'm not really surprised. It is Class A, after all, continued Monoma. Reaching into his pocket, he pulled out a single 500 yen coin. Well, I suppose I should do my part. At this point, it's practically charity. There was a lot Achako would do for money. Embarrassing things like living off nothing, but cheap ramen and day-old bread so she could afford to go to UA in the first place. As it turned out, one of the things Achako would not do for money was kiss Monoma. Not for all the money in the world. To be honest, she would rather kiss Mineta, and that was saying something. Regrettably, it wasn't like she had the luxury of turning anyone away at this point. Even if she weren't desperate for a sale, Achako knew Monoma well enough to know how this all would end. If she turned him away, he'd just make a fuss, and that was more of a hassle than she wanted to deal with at this point. As unpleasant as the thought was, it seemed like the only way out would be for Achako to swallow her pride and kiss the jerk. Ew. Suddenly, a hand slammed down on the counter, startling both Achako and Monoma. Are your eyes broken, or are you too stupid to understand how lines work? demanded Bakugo. Glaring at Monoma like he'd enjoy nothing better than just punching him straight in the face. Frankly, he had shown an uncharacteristic amount of self-control thus far, and Achako was a little impressed. What? replied Monoma, too confused to be insulted. Line, asswipe. Bakugo gestured to himself, then Monoma. I'm next in line. It took Achako a full minute to realize that when Bakugo had slammed his hand on the countertop, he had left behind a rather astonishing pile of 1,000 yen notes. After that, it should have been pretty simple to connect the dots, but Achako had to admit it took her another minute to understand what Bakugo was saying. Thankfully, it looked like Monoma was having a similar problem as he stood there gaping. Scrambling to regain his composure, Monoma crossed his arms with a smirk. Are you going to get on with it, then? he said, waving his hand disdainfully at Achako. It was a little too tempting for Achako, who wanted nothing more than to reach out and snap his skinny wrist like a twig. I bet you don't have the guts. Up till now, Bakugo had shown significant restraint. Well, significant restraint for Bakugo. Achako wasn't sure if it was a sign of growth or if he had been dosed with something, but whatever it was, Bakugo had reached his limit. Stance wide and palms up, Bakugo let loose a string of moderately sized explosions. Who the fuck do you think you are ordering me around? Bakugo roared, towers of smoke rising from his hands. It truly spoke to the kind of school they went to that everyone of a five-meteor radius simply took one look at the source of the commotion and kept on going. Bakugo, as per usual, was oblivious to the attention he was drawing, too consumed with his rage. You think you're just going to stand there and watch, fucking pervert? Get the fuck out of here. If there was one thing to be said about Monoma, he could rile people up like nobody else. 
Along with that, however, he also seemed to know just how far to push to get a reaction before pulling back to keep himself from facing the consequences of his actions. It was practically a skill in and of itself. Shaking his head in dramatic dismay, Monoma turned on his heel and wandered off in search of something else to bother. Though Achako was able to take a little pleasure in the fact that his stride was just a little faster than necessary. Eyes still feral, Bakugo watched Monoma walk away until he finally disappeared from sight. It was a bit of a toss-up for Achako as to what was more of a relief. The fact that there hadn't been a brawl in the middle of the festival that got them all expelled, or the fact that she could continue her life without the knowledge her lips had touched Monoma in any way. Whatever the reason, there was definitely some appreciation in order. Thanks, Bakugo-kun, said Achako. It was possible Bakugo had forgotten she was even there, because his head snapped around aggressively at her words. His expression was a confusing mixture of emotions as he tried to go from zero to one hundred back to zero again. Or as close to zero as Bakugo ever got. I did not want to kiss him, Achako continued, sticking out her tongue theatrically. Sure, it was a little over the top, but since Bakugo had just come to her rescue, the least she could do was give him an excuse to get himself back under control. Achako's gambit seemed to work as Bakugo's shoulders came down and the tension left his body. We fucking hope not, said Bakugo with a sneer, though it was directed less at Achako than at the situation as a whole. The look was so full of disdain that Achako couldn't help but giggle. Not one to be laughed at, Achako half expected him to snap at her, but instead... A silence stretched between them that was more than a little confusing. So, prompted Achako, hoping the hanging question would elicit some type of explanation as to what Bakugo wanted of her. So what? Bakugo said, shoving his still smoldering palms into his pockets. Still got a job to do. Well, that was both mystifying and a little cryptic, Achako thought to herself as she stared at him blankly. It was only when Bakugo's eyes darted down to the pile of money still sitting on the counter that realization dawned. You were serious? It was a stupid question, but the words left Achako's mouth before she could stop them. Of course I was, Bakugo snapped. Do I look like a fucking clown to you, walking around making stupid-ass jokes or something? While Achako had only been classmates with Bakugo for a little over a year, she liked to think she understood him about as well as anyone in their class. Maybe not Deku or Kirishima, of course, but they were pretty exceptional exceptions. That being said, if Ajako didn't know better, she would almost swear that Bakugo was... embarrassed. As soon as the thought entered her head, Ajako gave herself a mental shake. That was a weird line of thought, and she was not going to pursue it any further. Today had been weird enough, and she was not chasing that particular rabbit hole no matter how tempting. Unfortunately, that still left Ajako with one temperamental classmate whose already short fuse was diminishing by the second. I just, I mean, I thought you were just trying to scare Monoma-san off. Ajako trailed off a little lamely. Staring at her blankly, Bakugo raised a single pale eyebrow. If I wanted to do that, I would have just punched him in his fuck-off face. Shifting uncomfortably, Bakugo's shoulder seemed to hunch even further into a posture that would have looked defensive on anyone else, but he somehow managed to make menacing. Look, if you're that much of a wimp, then I'll just take my money and go. Scowling, Bakugo reached out to grab his money off the counter. Never figured you for a coward, though, Cheeks. Distantly, Achako was aware that her jaw had dropped open at Bakugo's challenge, but more presently, she was fighting the overwhelming urge to grab Bakugo by his stupid spiky hair and chuck him into space. It's a lot harder to be a jerk from orbit. Who said I wouldn't do it? Achako sputtered, slamming her hand down on top of the money before Bakugo could take it. 
like hell she was backing down from such an obvious challenge. I never said that, so just give me a minute. Face so blanket-bordered on boredom, Bakugo leaned against the booth. What are you waiting for? He grunted, pinning Achako with an expectant stare. This left Achako in a bit of a predicament. Bakugo was intense at the best of times and with a five-foot radius. Having him this close, looking him in the eye, it was just too much for poor Achako to handle. Waving a hand in his general direction, Achako tried to hide her growing blush. No good making him think it was because of him or something. Your eyes are freaking me out, okay? Can you just close them or something? This time, it was Bakugo's turn to give a long-suffering sigh, but surprisingly, he did what she asked. Staring at Bakugo's still-too-close face, Chaco felt like she was having a mini-heart attack. This was entirely different from when she had kissed Ida and Deku. With them, it had been fun. Silly, even. This felt way more serious. Like Bakugo was going to give her a report card at the end with a letter grade ranking her performance. Now that she thought about it, Achaka wouldn't put it past him. Alongside the looming possibility that Bakugo was secretly judging her kissing skills, Achaka was forced to come to another uncomfortable realization. Studying his face up close, Achako had no choice but to confront the fact that while Bakugo had the personality of a wet cat, he wasn't horrible to look at. It was hard to tell most of the time since his face was twisted up in a perpetual scowl, but seeing him all calm and not screaming in anyone's face... Chaka was shocked to find he was kind of a pretty boy. Not that she would ever say that to him. She liked her eyebrows where they were, thank you very much. This uncomfortable epiphany must have done some damage to Achako's brain, because staring at Bakugo's vulnerable face gave Achako a renegade thought. For the festival, Achako was only obligated to give patrons a kiss on the cheek. That had been a condition the girls in the class had insisted upon, and most of the boys had agreed, though there had been a few vocal dissenters. They were, of course, dealt with quickly and without mercy. That being said, staring into Bakugo's stupid, grumpy face, Achako couldn't help but wonder what he would do if she kissed him right on his stupid lips. Oh, that would serve him right, wouldn't it? Sure, it might mean losing her first kiss to Bakugo, of all people, but it would be worth it if just to see the shocked look on his face. That would teach him for calling her a coward. Mind fully made up, Achako leaned in to do the deed. As she got closer, though, an unexpected wave of butterflies exploded inside her stomach, like Bakugo had set off a butterfly howitzer. For someone so strict about personal boundaries as Bakugo, Achako couldn't remember ever being this close to his face before. So close, in fact, she could count his nearly invisible blonde eyelashes, and much to her surprise, she could see a handful of tiny scars littering his cheekbones. Collateral damage from his quirk, she realized. Just as she was about to press her lips to his, though, a tiny alarm went off in Ajako's head. Abort! Abort! It was though her brain had finally caught up with what she was doing and was trying desperately to stop her before she made a truly embarrassing mistake. What was she even thinking? She couldn't kiss Bakugo, not after he'd just saved her from Monoma. They might not be friends, per se, but acquaintances didn't kiss acquaintances on the lips without their permission. That was something villains did. All Might would be ashamed of her if she did that. Swerving sharply at the last minute, Ajako pressed a quick kiss to Bakugo's cheek. Okay, maybe it caught the very corner of his lips, but that didn't count because... reasons. It didn't count. It didn't count. It totally didn't count, Ajako chanted to herself mentally as she pulled away. Another distant part of her brain was busy wondering how Bakugo's skin was so soft and 
whether the nice boy smell he had was specific to him or did all boys smell like that. Ajako quickly shoved whatever fried thought process that was to the very back of her brain because she was not dealing with that now. Right now, she had a metaphorical and sometimes literal time bomb to deal with, and there was simply no time to contemplate boy smell. Thankfully, it seemed that Bakugo didn't notice her mental breakdown as he pulled back and complicated expression on his face. I told you I wasn't a coward, said Ichako, trying to cover up the wild pounding of her heart and the fact that her face probably looked like a sunburned tomato. For a second, it looked like Bakugo was going to say something. His mouth hung open before stretching into what could charitably be called a smile. It was definitely more on the side of a smirk, but Ichako counted it as a win nonetheless. I guess not. Internally, Achako heaved a sigh of relief. It seemed that Bakugo hadn't noticed her near slip. Oh man, how had she almost made such an awful mistake? How would she ever be able to look Bakugo in the eye again if she had actually kissed him? The thought alone was so embarrassing that Achako had to find something to do with her hands, lest she start pulling at her own hair. Trying to find something to do that didn't involve looking at Bakugo, she quickly began to tidy up the stall. It wasn't like there was much to take care of, but the pile of money was still sitting ever so innocently on the counter. Making a grab for it, Achako began to tidy the bills before moving to place them in the jar. What do you think you're doing? Achako jumped, nearly knocking over the jar. To be honest, she'd expected Bakugo to make a break for it at the first opportunity. She hadn't really been expecting him to hang around. Yet, he continued to surprise her. I'm getting ready to switch off, replied Achako casually trying to play it off like she hadn't just jumped a foot in the air, but fooling no one. My shift is almost done. Bakugo scoffed, gesturing to the fistful of bills in Achako's hand. You think that little peck is worth all that? That doesn't seem like a fair trade to me. Glancing down at his phone for a second, Bakugo met Achako's baffled stare. You've got ten minutes left before the next girl takes over? Achako could do little but nod. Where the heck he was going with this was a question she wasn't sure she wanted an answer to. Better make it count, then. Bakugo's gaze shifted slightly, taking on a considerable amount of challenge with a hint of smug satisfaction. If you can. Okay, first of all, how dare he? Achako thought furiously as she stared in open-mouthed shock at the audacity of the boy in front of her. Her second thought, although practically unconscious since she was already on the move, was how much she wanted to make this boy regret his entire damn life up until this point. Hand braced on the countertop, Achako leaned forward and grabbed Bakugo by the collar of the shirt. His smug, smirking face chasing any rational thoughts from her head and overriding any alarm bells that might have been going off. No, she'd make it count all right. One of them was going to regret this, and it sure wasn't going to be her. Probably, 